Hey y'all, welcome to the My Life Journey with Ree podcast. I'm your host, Ree. On My Life's Journey, we keep it all the way real when we share our life's journey. You name it, the good, the bad, the great, whatever. All to encourage, inspire, and to give hope to let you know that you are not alone on this journey called life. So stay tuned as we journey on together. Hey y'all, it's your girl Ree and I'm back. I am back with episode two. Yay! (laughs) But anyways, let's get into it. On today's episode of My Life's Journey with Ree, we will be discussing, talking about a rare skin condition that I was diagnosed with at the age of 12. Yes. (laughs) So let's get into it. I was diagnosed with a birth skin condition called neurofibromatosis. And now the spelling of neurofibromatosis, for those who like to do the research and, you know, Google search and YouTube University or TikTok University or whatever, the spelling of it is N-E-U-R-O-F-I-B-R-O-M-A-T-O-S-I-S. I'm going to spell it again. It is N-E-U-R-O-F-I-B-R-O-M-A-T-O-S-I-S. Again, that is called neurofibromatosis. Now, neurofibromatosis, there's two variations of it. Um, There's NF1 and NF2. I will mainly be speaking about NF1 because that is what I was diagnosed with. And um, so, yeah, so the definition of neurofibromatosis, what that exactly is, um, is caused by genetic defect or uh, mutations um, that is either passed by a parent or occurs spontaneously at conception. The specific gene involved depends on the type of neurofibromatosis. So as I was saying earlier, um, there's two variation forms of it, NF1 and NF2. Now, NF1, which is what I was diagnosed with, is a gene located on chromosome 17. Um, That gene produces a protein called neurofibromin um, that helps regulate cell growth. Uh, The mutated gene causes a loss of neurofibromin, which allows cells to grow uncontrolled. Now, when you see it, it actually looks like a cluster of, I don't know, just a cluster of something. But, um, yeah, at the age of 12, I was diagnosed with it. And uh, from my research with NF, uh, NF1, it usually appears in childhood. Um, their science can be mild to moderate. I have, I would say I'm on the milder side of the bumps on my skin that appear on my skin. And they're more so on the upper extremities of my body. Um, so that's my chest area, back area, arms, uh, my neck. Um, yeah. And it could range from birth to about the age of 10, 12. So like almost preteen, I would say, um, for the early detection of it. Um, some earlier signs as well can include a flat light brown 
brown, like almost like a freckling. They call it cafe au lait spots on the skin, which I have had a few. I, as I recall growing up, there was a few of them on my arms or on my chest area. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, so, yes, the freckling can also appear um, in like different areas, like the armpit, arms, um, under the armpit. Um, and they say it usually starts between the ages of three to five years old. Um, as the individual is older, a tiny bumps can grow on the skin. And these are benign, so they are non tumor, well, they're non cancerous, I should say. Um, and they kind of look like, yeah, little bumps. So, me growing up with neuro fibromatosis. It was an interesting journey to say the least. Um, oh yeah, before I even get into that, they this skin condition is rare that it appears in like 3,000 to like 4,000 individuals. So yeah, interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I've actually seen or met a few people even more so, um, I guess now that I'm older and now a lot of people have been talking about it, I've seen quite a few of individuals, um, you know, share more of the story. There's a few groups about it, even some on Instagram, Facebook, and I even had individuals who hit me up and just talk to me about it. And I'm just like, wow, you know, I didn't realize, you know, when I was younger, or even growing, you know, even into my early adulthood, I mean, my later part in my adulthood, um, I didn't really see many people as I do now. It's so, so incredible to know that there's a whole community, community of individuals that, you know, have this condition and it's just how many people deal with it and have been coping with it is quite interesting. So yeah, as this is titled, My Life With It, uh, Life with NF, the other side of this. Uh, so as I shared early, a bit earlier, at the age of 12, um, we noticed like the freckling spots on parts of my skin and it was just kind of weird. And after we noticed like a weird bump on my uh, left arm. Uh, so we went to the doctor, my mother brought me to the doctor and they did a biopsy on it and they sent that to the lab. And when that came back, I was brought to a genetics counselor uh, doctor's office in Toronto where I live. And from there, I learned that I had neural fibromatosis, NF1. So obviously, you want to know, like, what the heck is that? And how did that start? And where did it come from? And if you have a West Indian parent, such as I do, Jamaican, it's like, where that come from or what at? <laughs> You know, and so we definitely, you know, did the research. And I was with a genetics counselor for the longest time, uh, just assisting me trying to figure out where and how. And doing the whole family tree, family, going down the family line to see if anyone on my mother's side or my father's side had it. Um, I know my father had shared that. Um, 
that there were a few, I think an aunt or a cousin down the line that had the same bumps on my skin. And I believe my father also has a bump. I have a bump on my left knee. And I believe he has the same bump on his left knee, the exact same spot. So, you know, when I spoke about earlier that it can uh, be passed down from generations. uh, So, you know, that could possibly very much be it. But anywho, back to, you know, life growing up with NF. So I didn't really... I noticed a major onset of it when I went through puberty. Like, you know, hormonal changes is what I noticed that it typically tries to tries to show up and show off on my body. Uh, so the first of it was around 12 when I was, you know, originally got diagnosed with it. And then when I went through puberty around 14, 15, you know, that age, um, I started noticing bumps or just like a lot of patchy, it was weird, like really dry, patchy skin, like patches on my skin, I should say. And it was just very, very, you know, you're a teen, especially at that age, you know, image is everything. And just think you're, thank, thankfully, we didn't have social media like we did, like it is extreme now. Um, but, you know, I was very, very, uh, guarded. I was, I, you know, I struggled with low self-esteem and I'll share that more of that story later on, but I did struggle with low self-esteem in my earlier years, even going up to my adult years. But because of this neurofibromatosis, you know, having these bumps on my chest, on my arms, it was weird, you know, like walking around with a whole bunch of bumps that you really kind of don't know exactly what it is and having people stare at you and not ask, you know, I'd rather someone just ask questions like, oh, what is that on your skin? As opposed to just stare and just gawk and kind of make you feel uncomfortable. So at times I felt really uncomfortable. I just felt like, why is, why are people staring at me at the way or looking at me like that, making me feel like I'm an alien or something, you know? So, um, just dealing with that, I, because of it, I would wear a lot of long sleeves, shirts, or, you know, a lot of track pants and just to try to cover up my body so that no one can stare at me the way the the way they would stare or make me feel uncomfortable so I that's how I pretty much live for a very very long time because of the amount of bumps that were on my skin um yeah what else did I experience with it um so as I was saying, with neurofibromatosis, I struggled for a long time with low self-esteem. And I really didn't get out of that until later on in my late 20s, going into my early 30s, that I really started loving myself and owning what I have you know, yes, I have lots of bumps on my skin. And yes, it's like, what is that? What are those type of thing? And it's, you know, it's 
it's uncomfortable to look at. It's uncomfortable sometimes to just be in my body, just itches sometimes and just having to walk around with something that is so weird, you know, it was like, how do you navigate through life? And then you have social media out now. Then you have, you know, you want to wear certain clothing and it's kind of like a restriction because you have all these bumps on you. And it's like, do you want to wear that outfit? And then the rest of people stare you down for the whole night. And it was crazy growing up. But, you know, as I got older, I really started dealing with, um, you know, self-love and beauty and loving myself. And it wasn't until um, I was at church and a lady had um, spoke about, you know, being fearfully and wonderfully made. And that is from Psalms 139 verse 14. And it just talks about, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And just really talking about why we are fearfully and wonderfully made. What makes you fearfully and wonderfully made? That God created each and every one of us. And he made us perfectly in his image and in his likeness. And, you know, in this world, as we know, you know, it's a fallen world, you know, from the garden to where we are now. There's many things that have taken place of acts of evil and what caused sin on this earth and you know, go on about that. But, you know, there's many people who suffer from various sicknesses or illnesses or diseases or what have you. And they may feel like they don't belong. They may feel, you know, unattractive. They may feel, you know, like, what's the point of me being here? And, you know, I felt like that too. So growing, you know, just navigating through life and even in my adulthood was really, really hard. But then, you know, scripture, a scripture like Psalms 139 and hearing people really talk about, you know, why, you know, I am fearfully, wonderfully made, what that meant to them. And just me just really taking the time to really examine that, that, you know what, I am beautiful, despite the fact that I have a ton of bumps all over my back, all over my neck area, all over my chest. I am beautiful. And my beauty radiates from the inward outward. And as I used to say before, and I'm still going to say, like, I rock these bumps. These these bumps don't rock me. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, honey, the way I dress and the way I carry myself and the way I just walk with my head held high because I know that I'm all dead. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, But, you know, with all seriousness, coming from a place of covering up, come from a place of not looking in the mirror, coming from a place of wanting to hide away because of how I looked and just didn't feel attractive. And, And now you can't tell me anything. You know, I am just so excited to be able to dress up and look good and not be afraid of what someone's going to say or how they're going to look at me. 
you know, and it's, you know, one thing that brought me great joy is when I, you know, on Facebook, excuse me, not Facebook, IG, I, you know, I post my photos and whatnot and I would have individuals reach out to me and be like, you know, hey, my name is such and such and I too have NF and I just love your confidence. And that for me, hearing that is so rewarding because coming from a place where I did not love myself, I didn't like the way I looked, I wanted to hide, I didn't like looking in mirrors because I just didn't think I didn't I didn't think I was beautiful. I didn't think I was like, what's the point? You know, and hearing someone like that, you know, message me, reach out to me and say that and it's so hard warming, you know, and just to encourage another individual to let them know, hey, you are beautiful. Don't let the world be cruel to you. The world can be so mean, so, so mean. And, you know, just encouraging them and just staying connected as well. And it's it's beautiful. And I remember when I was at a church I was at um, a few, a couple of years ago, I remember one young girl came up to me and she said, wow, I just love your confidence because you have a physical skin condition that many can run away from, hide from. And here you are just walking boldly and confidently. And she's like, you know, I have chunky arms and I'm just scared to show my arms and look at you. And you just give me confidence. I was like, wow. You know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And it's just beautiful to be able to be any type of influence to someone to encourage them to walk in their their beauty, you know, no matter what capacity it is, you know. We live in such a world where everything has to be picture perfect. You know, we have filters now, we can airbrush, we can, you know, slim down our body. We can do all these things on the internet, you know, with the touch of a button on our on our phones to create a perfect image. And, <laughs> or, you know, we can get, go to the doctor and get things fixed and whatnot. And I remember when people even just talked to me, like, oh, there's Dr. Pimple Popper. She's available. I know. Like, I know of who she is. I've seen her do stuff. But a lot of people understand, too, with neurofibromatosis, there's a chance of uh, individuals like myself, a lot of individuals may have keloid skin. So it can, there's a chance of it growing back or there's a chance of it, you know, growing and having, like, the growing thicker in the area or there'll be a scar or whatnot. So I am totally cool where I am right now. Yes, I would love them to go away. And yes, I'm believing God to heal me miraculously because I believe in the God that does miracle science and wonders. That's the God that I believe in. And you know what? Hey, if he does, he does. If he doesn't, you know what? I will still continue to be uh, a voice to that represents being fearfully and wonderfully made because no matter what is going on, we have to stand strong and not allow the world to dictate what the beauty standard is. 
You know what I'm saying? So, as we're going to wrap up here, know that anyone who is listening to this podcast, that whether you're diagnosed with neurofibromatosis like myself or whatever it is, know that you are beautiful. Know that you are loved. Know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You were made on purpose, with purpose, for purpose. And despite what you may think uh, is quote-unquote ugly in your sight, listen here. You look in that mirror and love on yourself. It takes time to really walk in it because I know I took time. I had to write out things that I loved about myself and truly recite it and truly commit to looking at myself in the mirror every single day and telling myself, telling myself that I was beautiful, that I am beautiful, you know, and here I am today. Like, yes, honey, I'm gorgeous. (laughs) So, um, if anybody wants to talk further about just, you know, walking in just who they are and just loving themselves totally, fully, you know, my handle at, you can hit me up at info at forherworthcommunity.com or you can also um, connect with me on Instagram that is forherworth and on TikTok forherworth and let's connect, you know, let's talk, let's love on each other, let's encourage each other because listen, God made you uniquely you and there's no other, there's no duplicate, there's no duplicate. There's only one you and you have to live your life to the full list, honey. Okay. And, um, yeah, see my brothers out there too. We live your life to the fullest too. <laughs> Anyways. That's my TED Talk for today. Thank you very much. (laughs) But um, thank you for tuning in on another episode of My Life's Journey with Re on this chat of my life with NF, the other side of this. And there is another side and such a beautiful side to know who you are, loving yourself to the fullest and walking in it. So as I'd like to say, and I'm going to say it again, this ride ain't easy, but it sure is worth it. It's worth it because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Peace out, y'all. We'll talk soon. Hey, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of My Life's Journey with I hope you left feeling inspired and encouraged. Remember, this ride ain't easy, but it sure is worth it. Be sure to follow me on all platforms, everything for her worth, and we'll stay in touch. Peace out, y'all.